I'm trying to get in the zone. Getting in the zone. Yes. <laughs> doing vocal warm ups. No, I'm not doing the Vince thing anymore. I don't have to because it's part of the the, the theme music. Mm-hmm. Welcome everybody to episode seven of Saturday Morning Stupor uh, Superstars. Superstar. Put the beer down. <laughs> yes. Edit that. Don't keep it in. Drunk intro. Drunk. Take two. <laughs> to episode seven of saturday morning superstars my name is dan i'm dom yeah we're channeling the midlife crisis we got a podcast we're living the uh, youthful late 80s early 90s saturday mornings and watching syndicated professional wrestling on june 6th 1992 and we are finally out of syracuse new york uh, we were there for four weeks four long arduous yeah, weeks even the crowd likes getting real real dead towards the week three four of that so that was one of the things i noticed about the this episode right off the bat is and it, it had to be at the very beginning of this that they were hyped they were ready the crowd was full it it, it looked like they were just they were ready to go definitely different the last time because you don't notice it over the number of weeks but the energy from the first week crowd to the now fourth week but same day for them the, the crowd was getting exhausted. New opening credit. We get uh, a, a new but different shot of Macho as champ. It's not from WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah. He looked like he had just he had just finished a match or something because he was quite sweaty with hair quite matted. Yeah. I don't know where that match came from because he hasn't been wrestling on TV. We haven't had a pay-per-view yet, no. but he's got the belt and he's in green. So he's not in his WrestleMania gold. We are at Roop Arena at Central Bank Center. It is located in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Opened in 1976 and is the home of the Kentucky Wildcats, which is a men's basketball team, second in the nation in college basketball. Wow. Yes. Not a single pun. And I thought they could go crazy with KY jokes being in Kentucky. Yeah, they could have easily done KY jokes and nobody would have got it because it's a kid's show. That's right. Uh, pun free. Perfect is dressed like a 90s windband conductor. He's got his uh, mock turtleneck and his double-breasted <laughs> suit. I think I had a suit like that. I, I, I recall wearing that to to several semi-formals. Yeah, everybody did. They're sporting the Deep Space Nine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got the little turtleneck with the thing over it. That's awesome. All they're talking about, no jokes here, because I think they're trying to make it serious about the boss man getting uh, his, his butt handed to him so so viciously last week. Yes, we'll have to see uh, with next week's show if they go back to the puns, but this was a very different beginning with uh, Perfect just really hammering home the whole boss man beat down. Yeah, it was uh, serious uh, almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vince is talking Papa Shango, setting the, the red tights feet on fire last week. Yes. Uh, yes. We're going to have a Mean Gene interview of Papa Shango. Which they, they are touting as a... Very, very scary for Mean Gene. I don't know how he's going to do it. Yeah, well, he's a professional. Taking the tough assignments. Yeah. Uh, We got uh, (laughs) IC Champ Brett. We got the Nasty Boys. And Crush and Repo. 
who would have in every way have been better just as Demolition than as their two gimmicks today. <laughs> like they have back to back, they have Crush and Repo, and they could have simply been Demolition. That's true. They could have easily just been like a new formation of Demolition with with uh, with Axe and, and Crush. It was Axe, right? Was Repo Axe or was he Smash? Smash. Oh, he Smash. Repo was Smash. So Smash, Smash and Crush. That makes sense. That makes more sense than Axe and Crush. Yeah. It does. Smash, Crush, you're done. Easy. I dug the addition of Crush because they were doing the free bird rule for a little bit where it could be any of the three guys, but really it was Crush and Smash because Axe was having some issues at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they should have just kept them because that, those two guys in that gimmick is far better than those two guys separate in the gimmicks they have them in now. Oh, so easily. So easily. I mean, I would I would argue uh, that Repo was doing a little bit better because at least he could kind of cut a promo. Um, but no, they, they'd, they'd be far better if they were both still as a, some type of demolition. Within two minutes, we're in our first segment. Of course they are because they move quick. We got Brett. Standing O for Brett. Standing O. Yep. Looks great. Girls love them. Mm-hmm. Our red tight is Tom Stone, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, and, and this is just a, a, a precursor to the night as far as our red tights. There's really, there's, there's not much information <laughs> on these red tights. They really, they, they dug the bottom of the barrel on these red tights. There's there, you know, it's not like the last couple of weeks where we had a couple of guys that that became we don't we don't have a Dwayne Gill. Uh, uh, we don't have a Thrasher. Uh, you know, we don't have any of those guys that became something after this. Tom Stone, several losses to his name, uh, wrestled against a lot of the bigger names, including, uh, you know, he he hit the, the one, two, three kid and a bunch of others uh, over the years. Uh, but no. No wins, no wins for Mr. Tom Stone. He, he barely he doesn't get his name out there between um, yeah. Vince of Perfect Talking, Brett's theme music, and you barely hear his name. If it wasn't for Vince calling it a little bit later in the match, I would have missed it. No lower third for Tom. Nope, not at all. This dude is not going to the WBF championship. <laughs> he is not. Every every no name is going to the WBF. Tom Stone looks like a sitcom dad. Yeah, with his, with his tights. If you just shaved his head, he could have been like a tiny King Kong Monday. Yeah, I mean, pick, <laughs> pick any Disney Channel sitcom. And he could have been the father. That's that's the shape he's yes. in. Yeah. Yet yet another reason why you and I could have easily been red tights. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm seeing these guys and I'm like, I'm not built, but I'm built better than this guy. To this day, I'm built better than this guy. <laughs> yeah. At least he's got like a nice like red and black jacket, you know, goes with his tights. You know, he's coordinated. I appreciate that. He actually gets over the top rope, but like Hitman throws him over and he doesn't die. Yeah. Well, that's what these these good. That's what good red tights are are for. (laughs) They're good for taking hits and not killing themselves. That might have been what the one difference between us and some of these red tights is. I would definitely kill myself. You you wouldn't be able to take a bump without hurting yourself. No, I can't fall on my back. Yeah. Uh, announcers are talking boss man, even though it's a Brett match. Brett gives his glasses to a fan with like the most Hitman merch he can find. Like, who bought a lot of my product? <laughs> you get some glasses. You can have more of my product. That's what I'm thinking. Like, this guy doesn't need any more Hitman merch. He's wearing like the entire outfit. Mm-hmm. Perfect is playing up the Sean feud, and we do get a picture in picture of Sherry and Sean. Yes, Sherry holding the. 
the mirror for Sean, showing the the narcissistic side of Sean, which is you know a good angle to have in this day and age. I was just thinking about how many people have this angle at this time, though. Like Lex is coming in, and they're gonna do the whole narcissist thing with him holding the mirror to himself. Yeah, you got sean doing it you got the model rick martell you got a lot of ego conceded gimmicks rolling around right now well you got to figure it's the the early 90s you know fashion was was pretty big they were still living off the the late 80s you know lots of neons and and all that kind of stuff and everybody was you know about themselves not to say that they aren't today (laughs) but you know it's 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 more in the the social media realm than uh, uh, we didn't have that back then. So, you know, to show off their narcissistic sides, they needed to have the ever-present mirror. Yeah, it's amazing they haven't done more of that. I mean, they had um, the dude from the fashion police was Mr. Selfie. Yes. But you'd think they'd be doing a lot more I'm so into social media gimmicks with their ego characters today. Yeah. Like you could have a lot of self-absorbed characters with social media now their ego characters these days just are all about themselves but then they cower away from any match that they are are meant to be in yeah i, re- I love to like you can we'll fight but don't hit me in my face like my face is precious yes exactly exactly don't touch the face. that was always great <laughs> uh false sharpshooter tease before the real deal but uh, we don't get all five uh, moves of doom of brett's we just uh, we get like two and a half and did you see the the blonde that they show after the hitman match i thought like she has this gigantic early 90s poof on the front of her head i was like how much hairspray did it take to get that to look like that as a matter of fact my friend hot chick cam after the match hot chick cam hot chick cam four minutes 43 seconds in yeah the hot chick cam is working overtime because first they find crop top girl in row triple z in the second level like she is okay she's approximately the distance from the ring as voyager 2 is from the sun (laughs) but somehow hot chick cam finds her yeah of course they do and then they cut to second hot chick who's in this episode no fewer than like seven times oh yeah she's she's she makes uh quite a quite a few cameo appearances every single time she's like all over the hot guy yeah and her boyfriend is like next to her just clapping around like i like you too because you're the face character (laughs) dude look to your left your girlfriend oh there she is oh yeah crop top girl. girl yeah Cropped up girl way up there. And then then they go to poofy hair girl. <laughs> They're a poofy hair girl. And look at poofy hair girl's boyfriend, who is completely oblivious to the fact that she is after everybody else. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I got to go back and, and pause here because they have matching mm-hmm. shirts. Yeah, the boyfriend, the girlfriend. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> wait. R- r- oh, shoot. I miss it. Darn it. Okay. You can edit this. <laughs> uh, uh. Wait, go 10 seconds forward because I want to see what it says on his shirt because I, I know it has to say, like, Robert and Louise or something like that. Robert and, oh, tell me her name is Lucretia. There's no way. Is that her name? Yeah, it is. It is. It says Robert and Lucretia. Her name is Lucretia. Well, Lucretia. Lucretia. <laughs> would leave Robert in about half a second for any number of these people. Her name is Lucretia. I didn't realize that was actually a real thing. Dude, this is a big okay, red flag. Dude. Look to your left. Okay. She's not cheering on the good guys. No, she no. she wants their number. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
they, this this relationship did not last. No, it, yeah, it, we're thirty years <laughs> in, and something tells me that Robert and Lucretia were not not a thing anymore. So that should tell something. So tell you something about this match is that we're more interested in the couple by by the side of the match than, than you know what's going on with Brett the Hitman Hart right now. Well, I mean, red tight dad over here. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't even get any anything in. Mm-mm. I mean, all we're doing is letting Brett destroy this guy as we talk about almost anything else. They just want to see the sharpshooter. Yeah, and that's all they get. The second segment. We're five minutes in, and it's the update with the same WWF magazine. This is week five for this magazine, which is a little weird. Yeah, that is a little weird because it was a monthly release, I believe. I thought so. I was a subscriber. I thought I got one every month. Yeah. Brought to you by Ica Pro. Oh, my goodness. They're showing their Ica Pro steroids commercial. Did you see how many products they have under the Ica Pro umbrella? It's it's like a supermarket full. I would like to know in this this ad because, the, yeah, they've got like boxes. They've got bottles. They've got pill bottles and everything. But right down in the front, on either side of the front bottle, there's like a spray bottle. Yeah. What type of spray is Icopro? <laughs> I don't know what, what you spray on yourself to be Icopro'd. <laughs> but the things I could read. That's the fake tan that goes it along is, with it's it. It's the fake tan. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the product names that I could read were Wind, Storm, Oh my God. Thermic Force. Thermic Force. Yeah. I see Storm. So I don't know what these are, but uh, I'm, I'm a little scared. Yeah, they, yeah. We got three plugs in a row, basically in one sentence, for the WWF Magazine, mm-hmm. for Ica Pro, which is sponsoring the WBF championships. So three promos in one sentence. That is awesome. Well, my friend, we are only one week away from the, uh, according to them, from the WBF championships. Sold out for months, according to Vince. And this is a big, big deal that we'll never hear about in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is this is the end. This event folds the company. This is the end. So <laughs> exactly. like while they're going through this entire episode and every promo is like who the wrestler predicts is going to be the next WBF champion. Doesn't matter. Right, they're done. Doesn't matter. They're, they're champion of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this does it in. Yeah. We see the entire boss man beat down. You called this last week. I told you. I told you. He said that they would show from the end of the match through the entire beatdown, and they did. Yeah. It's not a recap. It's just a re-show. Yeah. They didn't do No commentary new. To, they just replayed it. They even show the pinning of the, the red tight that he goes against. I love that pin. <laughs> Which he's just, like, holding his hand on top. He just gently pats him down. But that's a good, like... 15 seconds there before nails even like gets into the ring well i mean we're so efficient on time right we hit update at five minutes in uh the next segment doesn't start and for another five minutes yeah yeah so they, they spent a lot of time on it they did this before when they did the um, mounty getting uh zap and sarge and tatanka getting zapped but well he doesn't get zapped he gets sprayed yeah by the arrogance yeah where they show a gigant oh berserker stabbing yes well yeah the head you know Almost trying to kill the Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting like the update showing a lot of stuff. And only one thing that we've ever seen from Wrestling Challenge, and that was the uh, Bulldog getting hung. Yes. Everything else has been a superstar replay. Yeah. They haven't made much mention about uh, Wrestling Challenge besides that. Gene is outraged and he goes, Who could have imagined this would happen? And I'm like, (laughs) 
Mail's phoned in for weeks like, <laughs> yes. like, since we started this show. He didn't make this a secret at all. No. He was basically coming and he told you when he was coming and what he was going to do <laughs> yeah. when he got there. I don't know why they didn't have extra security around the ring for boss man matches because they knew this guy was coming to kick his ass at some point and then they just and even when he gets there <laughs> they let him do it. There's not there's not, you know, officials running down to the ring no. trying to stop this at all. They just let them go uh, and even when they do run down to the ring they just sit there at the side and just kind of you know <laughs> do it from uh you know five feet away saying hey stop this what are you doing you know he couldn't have been more clear yeah i'm coming out i'm going to attack you i'm gonna kill you mm-hmm. we were wondering how he's getting parole yeah. <laughs> but like yeah gene is like surprised who could have imagined <laughs> this would have happened was like his exact quote. Exactly. Like everybody. Yes. Everybody knew this was happening. I'm just going to go on the record and say, I could have imagined. Yeah, you, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured it out. I figured it about about four weeks ago that this was going to happen. Yeah. He literally told everybody. Yeah. Gene is outraged. Yep. They're uh, teasing a career ending uh, beat down. Like the boss man may never return. Yeah. Yeah. Gene says that. I think perfect mm-hmm. says it. Uh, a little Vince. bit later, I don't know if Vince says yeah, he it does. or not, but of course they're you know that's 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 the big get right there because when he comes back, he will be the most beloved wrestler ever because he, he fought the challenge. He was gonna he could have just packed it in, but he's gonna come back. Yep. We finally name him, and we knew this for a while because you know we saw this thing thirty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but it is nails with ninety Z with the ninety Z. Yep. I think they should have gone with a double Z. Yeah, nails. Hammer at home. Hammer it home. Hammer it home. Just you like my pun there? I didn't even try that. That was good. I still can't tell if this is this dude's voice or if they're ADRing him because it is awful. Yeah, I don't know. Like when they go to the promo and he's got that voice, and I'm just like, wait a minute. So are they are they are they messing with his voice or is that just how he talks? He sounds like a cartoon moron. Yeah. He's like every cartoon moron dad has this voice. Mm-hmm. It's not scary. I mean, maybe to a 10 year old kid that's watching this they might think it's scary in 1992 they needed to shave his head yeah yeah that's the other thing he's got too perfect the blonde hair that you can see through like at this point you're just give it up dude Mm -hmm. third segment red tights reno riggins and major yates yes so uh um reno riggins uh also known as neil hargrove uh, had a 10-year career. Wow. Uh, last seen in 1998 against the Hardy Boys on Saturday Night Shotgun. Major Yates, uh, on the other hand, uh, had 19 matches in his career and no wins. Hmm. <laughs> and Major Yates, you know, I thought he would have had more of the career because at least... You know, his his name seemed to stick out to me more. Yeah. Than the I know you knew Reno Riggins was a was a uh, a wrestling name and he had to have other some other name, but Major Yates like seemed to seem to stick out more. Also went under the name Darnell Yates. Really? He's kind of a minor Yates. Uh, Nasty Boys, for some reason, Jimmy Hart's coming in. It's definitely a week one crowd because there's lots of energy even for this one. Yeah. Nasty Boys are calling out high energy. Uh, we got a Coco action figure in the uh, audience. Nice. Did you see the um, 
the cut to us, <laughs> like the college students. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, Patrick Kegabir is in there. In the audience. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It's uh, 11 minutes and 40, like, two seconds in. Uh, they they got to be coming up here. Uh, they've got uh, they've got Rita Riggins. I'm at 10.52. going to fast forward here a little bit. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at the guy with his, like, his tie. He just came from work. Yeah. And he's got the tie undone around his dress shirt. He's a grad assistant. And he's just yelling at the nasty boys. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, the uh, the fraternity's in the house. <laughs> Sag says this really cool two-handed punch from both sides at the same time. He's swinging. I, I also appreciated the uh, the just throw your head into the mat move. I have that written down. It was like, the, that was my move of the day. Yeah. <laughs> that is a that is an awesome move. He made Nobs look like a god. He throws his own yeah, like Nobs barely t- has a, has a hold of him, but he makes it look like he drilled his own head, spiked himself head first into the mat. Yeah, if if Bailey doesn't pick up his feet there, that move does nothing. But because he lifted his feet up in the air and just went face first into the mat, that looked devastating. That was awesome. Yeah, he really took it right to the dome. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, I have that. I even like clocked it. 12, 12 minutes, nine seconds in. Boom. <laughs> he just throws him in the corner to to tag Major Yates. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm out. <laughs> I think I killed myself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, after that great move, we unfortunately have a picture of picture of high energy. You know what? But I feel like this was their first scripted promo because they did a little bit of a back and forth there. It made a little bit more sense. It wasn't just like they had their own you know, beat to go. It was just like, you know, Owen would say something, the Coco would say something to Owen and it went back and forth. So it had a little bit more of a flow to it than we have seen from their previous promos. My two favorite quotes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to blast all over the nasty boys. Ew. <laughs> and Coco, what it is, Rocket. <laughs> What, what it is. is. I haven't heard what it is in 25 years. Well, I was going to just say, happy 1992, Coco. What it is. <laughs> what it is, Rocket. We're going to blast all over the nasty boys. That is, ew, goodness. Oh, my goodness. There he is again. They they show the, the tap of keg of beer guys with the uh, yeah dude with his, his tie undone in the first row, his red tie. Major Yates gets tagged in just to take this power slam slash elbow drop finisher. Mm-hmm. No pit stop. I haven't seen the pit stop at all. No. I didn't. Yeah, they did not do the pit stop on this one. You know, I feel like with with the with the nasty boys and some of the and even like the Beverly brothers, like there should be more like they win this match clean. Yeah. You know, and 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 everything's legit and, you know, they don't do anything underhanded or anything like that. But as heels, you feel like there should be some sort of cheating going on, like even even with the red tights. Wouldn't that just make you as the audience member hate them even more yeah because they feel like they always have to cheat i think if they had the cheat it would imply like the red tights actually had some offense and had a chance which would might make them look weak and i don't know if you want to be cheating against a red tight because if you can't beat a red tight how are you going to beat high energy or whatever well that's the whole thing but that would make them more of a hated commodity because they always feel like they have to cheat to win. I think they should just cheat to be mean. Yeah, I agree. We could beat you at any time, mm-hmm. but we're not even going to beat you clean. No. Like, we're just we're just mean. I think you could do it in a way where they're jerks as opposed to needing to do it to win. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
I got you. Yeah. I'm there with you. See? Oh, they replay that spike. That's awesome. The guy just threw his own head into the mat. Yeah, I love the spike. Great. <laughs> yeah, he went full out for that. I give him props. That looks great. Uh, we got a WBF commercial. Yeah, uh, WBF is almost over. Next Saturday, we're free. I can't wait. They keep showing this, and they, they, the way that Vince describes it is just so unappealing Yeah, to me with his, his you know, U.S. grade A 100% tested beef. Oh, God. Yeah, with the camera, like, at crotch level, looking at all the moose knuck. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's quite awful. Then he says something that, it, and I keep thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, what time is this? Because the steroid trials didn't come till 93. But then he goes, it set the standard for a drug-free competition. Yes. Did he know in 92 that something was coming? Maybe. All, I think, I mean, he starts going with smaller guys. He start putting the belt on, like, your mm-hmm. your IC champ size dudes. Yeah. Uh, you don't see a lot of the Zeppelin puffed up guys anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might have been in the news in other sports. It just seems like the because I've noticed that the past couple of weeks with some of the stuff he's been saying about, you know, no drugs, no steroids, blah, blah, blah type stuff. And just like, did he, he, he had to know something was maybe maybe there were rumblings uh, of, you know, uh, people being accused or something. You know, here we are in in. What is this, June of 92? I'm going to have to say yes. You know why? I, I remember uh, Macho on uh, on Arsenio Hall around this time. Okay. And uh, it was around SummerSlam, so it's in a couple months. And they asked him about steroids, and he said, yeah, I did it. I did it when it was legal. It gave me a real bad case of PMS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's you know, like he had a joke kind of throwaway line at it so he was like prepped for it yeah so yeah i guess they were asking around this time yeah so maybe maybe he was just kind of setting the groundwork for saying look back in you know june of 92 or may of 92 mm-hmm. we were promoting this drug-free event trying to give himself some some good cred some cover yeah holy cow the texas tornado showed up yeah he's still I, here uh, apparently i was convinced he was written off the planet because he came back for his uh, i'm going to rededicate myself and then he disappeared from the credits and you didn't see him at all i want to say episode two was the last time we even saw him now i'd be more worried about that until i got to thinking that means he only missed one ta- taping yeah he just wasn't in new york yeah because all the other ones were from wherever we were was it kalamazoo yes we, yeah it's kalamazoo first yeah then new york and now we're in kentucky mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he wasn't at the new york taping which made it seem like he disappeared off the face of the earth but he also wasn't promoted anywhere else he didn't see any promos no you didn't see him in the in the opening so yeah i was convinced he was he was gone but uh, there he is. He is back. Kerry Von Eric is in the house. And then he does a weird, like, and this was a theme of this episode. He does a WBF promo. So I guess since it's so close, they're, they they don't care about their current opponents. Not that Texas Tornado has a current opponent right now, but uh, it's all about the WBF. Well, it's the week before the pay-per-view, so you got to get your buys in, I guess, because when else are you going to promote it? Yeah. You can't promote it next week. It's over. Yeah. Red tight Mike Collins. We could have been this guy. Yeah, no doubt. Mike Collins, 11 matches to his name from 92 to 94 and not a single win. 
Sorry, Mike Collins. Curry will be at the WBF championship. Of course he will. I'm digging Mike Collins tights though, man. That 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 looks like something I would wear in 92 if I was a red tight. I dig nothing about Mike Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Collins looks like a cross between a stereotypical Southern plumber slash car dealer. Yeah. Did you see Cougar Cam catches your mom's older sister checking out uh, Kerry Von Erich over here? Oh, everybody was checking out Kerry Von Erich. He was beefy. Kerry Von Erich appeals to the 12-year-old and the 48-year-old in all of us. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm with that. I can get on that. A lot of picture and picture of the guy who's wrestling this week. Yeah. Like usually you get the picture and picture of their opponent. Mm -hmm. A lot of times in this episode, you have the dude who's in the ring having the picture and picture of himself. Well, once again, they're doing the big plugs for the WBF. So, you know, everybody's, you know, Vince is doing his so-and-so is going to be at the WBF. And if he doesn't say it, then they do a picture and picture of who's currently wrestling saying they're going to be at the WBF. So it's, I think that's, that's a major focus of this week. Perfect is plugging Lex's guest pose. Yes. Which, which never happens. So Lex at this point hasn't been in his accident yeah. because he doesn't show up. So it's got to be close. My spell check says tomato finishes off Mike Collins, but it's the tornado. I was wondering. I figured that, that Dom has some sort of big uh, funny line coming up here. Nope, that's just spell check. <laughs> I, there's a sentence I don't even know what it meant of like three yeah. sentences higher. Yeah. Uh, 17 minutes, 24 seconds in, same hot chick with the boyfriend. That was screaming for Brett is now screaming for Kerry. So yeah, it's yeah. Robert and Lucretia having their fun. She's a little fickle. These are red flags, dude. Robert run. I'm so glad I know their names. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so much better about putting names to faces on this one. Come here, Bo Bobby. Let me talk to you, Bobby. <laughs> she's after everybody, but you like you're, you're just there. No, man. She's my girl. Nope. She's my girl. She's Lu She's Lucy. Nope. She's Lucy, my girl. Lucretia wants Brett. No. She wants the tornado. No, man. It's... She wants them at the same time. It's Bobby and Lucy. She wants you to videotape. It's Bobby and Lucy to the end, man. No, no. <laughs> no, it's the end of Bobby and Lucy. <laughs> got, you just got to rearrange the sentence there, big guy. We're in the event center with Sean Mooney, uh, uh, who's asking you to bring your family to a WWF event. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Who else is going to take you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 12. I'm dad. I'm bringing my kids. Jimmy Hart. Just because. And the Mountie. Jimmy comes out and says, he can sing, he can dance, he can wrestle because he's the Mountie. I don't understand what makes a Canadian mounted law enforcement officer make him qualified for musical theater. Uh, uh, he's not the honky tonk man. <laughs> oh, of course he can sing and dance. He's a Mountie. <laughs> he's a Mountie. That's Jimmy Hart forgetting that who he's promoing for because he manages so many damn different people <laughs> i can see if jimmy hart came out he can arrest you and ride a horse because he's a mountain because he's a that would make sense and, and he's from canada which would make <laughs> from sense. Canada. yeah yeah that's how you start this sentence mm -hmm. he's from canada he can arrest you and ride a horse yeah. because he's a mountie not he can sing and he can dance because he's a mountie <laughs> those aren't the prerequisites <laughs> That's like all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. Why did anybody think a horse could do that? Why would a horse have this ability? Because it's a horse, man. A horse, because a horse makes glue. Of course a horse. <laughs> yes! Of course a horse can put a person, uh, an egg back together again because he makes glue. Oh, well, that, you know what? That finally makes sense to me. 
<laughs> uh, he sings a bit before he cuts a promo on Sarge. Yep. And then we move on. Yes. Virgil, dear God, this promo. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. <laughs> so, I had to. I had to use my little. You know, like instead of me typing this out, I, I literally just pulled up the microphone and put it to the to my iPad when I was watching this, just to see what would come out. Nice. So I don't know if this is a hundred percent, but this is this is what it told me at the end, and I just think some of this is so goddamn funny. So, so here we go. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be on man count, by the way. Okay, okay, good, good, good. All right. I'd like to give all the people all around the world a good hand because you have behind Virgil 100% man. One. Because, <laughs> because in the WWF, they got the top competition man. Two. And the top competition mean a rough man. Three. So I gotta be ready, man. Four. They got these strange people coming like Kamala in the jungle, man. Five. Well, I love the jungle and I love the rumble, okay? <laughs> they got we're, we're six months away from the rumble, by the way. <laughs> they they got this guy called Papa Shango, witch doctor. And all this action, man. Six. Because well, I was bored on Friday the thirteenth, so I'm ready for any kind of action. And now they've got this convict called Nails. Well, brother, I'm from the streets. I love the rumble in the jungle, Nails. So, so, so he's like mixing it all over there. So when it comes down to it, any of you guys, I'll be here ready. Guess what me? <laughs> Guess what me is my favorite line of the night. Guess what me. And there's two more mans in there. My man count was at eight. Oh, I must have missed the man count. Oh, my God. He gets so flustered at the end. He's like, ready, guess what me. Boom. Drop the mic. It's pre-taped. So it is the fact that they didn't ask him to do it again means that we are probably at take 487. <laughs> the union guys are like, look, you can do another one, but it's going to cost you time and a half. <laughs> like oh, print, you just got to use it. Yeah, they, they, they're awful. They're just all over the place. He picks out three different wrestlers there and then he doesn't even know who he's talking about halfway through anymore oh it's awful i'll beat you because i'm from the streets and i love the jungle i love the jungle <laughs> and the rumble the rumble in the jungle okay any topographical area we i'll, I'll fight you i'll I love fight it you all. in the desert i love it all uh, the, the arctic I, I can fight you in the air man i'll fly yeah i can fly it's like a george lucas film like he'll fight you on uh, different topographical areas yes like hoth forest planet desert i will take you on the land on the beaches <laughs> in Normandy. <laughs> I was like, okay, nothing could be worse than that. And then like Fredo Macho shows up. Oh God. Run into the ring. We got the genius. Fortunately, it's got the Beverly Brothers who have become really big fans of. Yes, I was looking forward to this match. Mike Samples, Scott Bailey are our red tights. So Mike Samples actually has quite a, uh, he's probably our best, uh, our, our best known Red tight, and he's not even that known, but he has uh, several credits to his name. He was the USWA, he held the USWA heavyweight title as well as the 
HWF, the Hardcore Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Title. Wow. When was that? Uh, I don't have a date on that, but it, it, it was to his credits. Uh, he actually tried to, um, at one point, start his own wrestling company in Louisville to go head to head with OVW, wow. uh, which we know uh, today as NXT, of course. So obviously right. that did not pan out for him, but um yeah, he had he had quite a historical career. Scott Bailey, on the other hand, one match. This is it. This was it. This is it. This is it. <laughs> he did this match? He's like, I'm out. Yeah, that was it. We got a genius poem, a giant LOD chant. Mm-hmm. I like how the Beverly Brothers have a, a, a kid planted in the audience. Yes, wearing the uh, shoulder pads, of course, and they paint LOS on this kid's shoulder pads oh i felt so bad for that kid that kid's come on no i I didn't that was me acting did you like that (laughs) picture in picture of the beverly's of course beverly's are now calling paul ellering pansy paul that's probably not a good idea no paul ellering looks like a guy who who could hurt you yeah i was not you know i I was a little afraid of paul ellering at this point i would not call him pansy no i liked it about three weeks ago that's why they could should have had the blow-off match or use that promo a little bit later where he's like all right we're done just kill him Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just kill him. <laughs> just just he, he should stand out there with 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 either LOD on his side and just go just take care of this. <laughs> that was my favorite LOD promo, maybe of all time. Where mm-hmm. like a few weeks ago, he's like, I'm I'm done with him. Just kill him. <laughs> just just take him out. Red tight takes a head spike to the mat finisher. Yeah, it's so over the top that the the Beverly brother who pins him uh, can't keep a straight face. <laughs> it's hilarious. Beverly's are like really super high impact. Yeah, and they're gigantic. They got to be like six four each. Yeah, two big guys, two two uh, very well built. You know, it's like I I have to look into like what they did after this because I don't remember that much of the Beverly Brothers after they left the WWF. Like what became of them did they i'm gonna have to look into that because they're both very good i don't know they were like they were eight tenths of a gimmick like they were they had everything they needed except for like that 20 percent that would make sense that's the problem like they were good wrestlers they were good heels they just had a horrible gimmick yeah at this point like why couldn't they just give them something that was a little that had a little bit more substance to it they would have been huge it, here it is you gotta go 23 minutes 36 seconds in for the finisher okay this guy takes takes it so ridiculously that you'll watch the beverly's like laugh while they pin him all right i'm here for it and he's off the ropes and here it comes bam right into the f- oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hand he puts it in the the hand in the air is like, why? 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 <laughs> oh, goodness. And they're cracking up as they're pinning them. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, we get the, the replay. They're doing the same gimmick where they paint them with the LOS. It's the third time we've seen that. But the second time we've seen the Mohawk wig. Yeah. Is this the guy who's never seen again? Is that who they're painting up right now? Uh, Yes, that is. That is uh, um, Scott Bailey. Wow. That, that's a way to sell the beat down. Yeah. He'll never be seen again. This is why he's only has one match to his name. He's selling it. He's keeping kayfabe. Look, I got beat. They painted me. I can't wrestle again. I'm out. Yeah, yeah I'm done. If I wrestle again, it'll, it'll ruin the story. Can I at least keep the, the Mohawk wig? I kind of like how they, they were very careful to make sure the S uh, completely encircles his nipple. They did, they did a good of job. Of course, yeah. They didn't want to go around. They had to go around the nipple. They didn't go through. They went around. Yeah. Of course it is. Good stuff. Oh, he even gets the uh, he even gets the kids uh, 
you know, spikes at the end. Oh. Yeah, they bring it back. Hey, they, you took my spikes. Oh, no. There's a lot of head spiking moves and finishers in this episode. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, very good. We're in the event center again. Yep. And El Matador, I have one word written down. Just sad. Just, just sad. All right. I, I, I've got it here. Uh, or if you're ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta, I gotta write down the good ones, man. We gotta write down the good. Ones. And this one, I guess. Uh, yeah, said so this one. Okay, so the El Matador promo. <laughs> I've been in the World Wrestling Federation for a number of years. Yes, yes, you have. Too many years. <laughs> and I've never seen more opportunity in the World Wrestling Federation. So he he said World Wrestling Federation twice in the same sentence. By the way, here's something interesting. Do you do this with the uh, com- with the closed captioning on? No. I watch the show with the closed captioning on. Anytime they say Federation, they replace it with World Wrestling Entertainment. Really? They will not close caption Federation. They will only close That's... caption World Wrestling Entertainment. That is interesting. That's goofy. Uh, I have never seen more opportunity in the World Wrestling Federation than there is right now. There's a big race to the top. The World Heavyweight Championship. The Intercontinental title. Everybody gunning for that. You've got the likes of Shawn Michaels. You've got the Ugandan giant. You've got the Papa Shangos. And you can just go on down the line. It's tough. And only the strong survive. But not only do you have to be strong, you got to be smart. And I guarantee you, El Matador, with the support of the fans throughout the world, I've got what it takes and what I need. And I want to thank you, the fans, for being behind me always. Ole! Oh, it's awful. He's just got, he's got nothing. He does. He's He's so, you know, I love Tito Santana in the late eighties. Everything I did, like, I love the flying forearm. I thought that was a, a, an awesome finishing move. It just looks so cool coming off the ropes and everything. And he is just, he's at the bottom at this point. Like he is, he is just one level above a red tight at this point. I know like they wanted to have the managers be with bad guys and every bad guy had a manager, Mm -hmm. but they really should have been like a manager for people who can't talk. Yeah. Whether they're good or bad, because all of Jimmy Hart's guys don't need Jimmy Hart. Every single one of them is really good on the microphone. Yeah. The Maltese good and annoying. Money Inc. doesn't need any help. The Nasty Boys know their gimmick. They don't need any help. Yeah. But Tito Santana is an awesome worker who should never speak, ever. Yeah. He's a manager. Yeah, I agree. But that, we're safe. Finally. That horrible is totally safe because we get uh, Kamala. And Whippleman speaks. Whippleman gets to speak because luckily he's finally with somebody who's not going to speak at all. Yeah. Kamala can't speak. <laughs> it makes so much sense. He just, they, they take his mask off and he, I love, he just keeps on looking like, where am I? <laughs> and, he's, and he's like whining like a monster. Like, why the lights yes. and the camera? Where, the, where am I? Yes, the Brooklyn Brawlers just keep him in, keeping him under wraps. So he finally like pushes Harvey Whippleman away, goes right to the camera. And, oh, I love Kamala so this much. This is just such a 180 for Whippleman, too. It's like they, you know, they, they put him with Sid, and all he did was stand there. Yeah. With, with Sid and didn't say a word. Three weeks of doing nothing. But three weeks of doing nothing. And and I still, to this day, I have gone back and watched that one interview where it doesn't look like he was photoshopped into that. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever Photoshop they had back in 92, Whippleman was just put in there on the side so he could just nod 
uh, whatever Sid would say. And now he's done this complete 180 where he is the mouthpiece for this animal. Oh, I love it. That just cannot put two words together because <laughs> he was he's from the ugandan jungle he doesn't even know why he's here you know they just pick this guy up in a crate <laughs> with a helicopter out of the ugandan jungle like he's freaking king kong <laughs> yes he's just a uh, he's, he's a fish out of water and it's the best and kimchi i want to know a little bit about this backstory about kimchi like where did they like did did they pick up you know uh, uh kamala by himself like he was just wandering around the jungle nobody knew like pick him up like oh he he runs into this cage and then he's he's off okay we need to find a trainer for this guy (laughs) here comes kimchi or was kimchi like there the entire time with with kamala in the jungle and it's just like hey i'm kimchi i need to you know go with him because i'm his trainer somewhere in some independent federation is the first appearance of Kamala where somebody had to explain all this. <laughs> and I got to get my hands on that tape. Yeah, we need a backstory. We need a backstory. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? The sea monster from Southpaw Regional. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's what Kamala was. Yes. <laughs> the real life sea monster. He is the sea monster. I love it. Very good. <laughs> 28 minutes in, and uh, unfortunately, we got Crush. Ah, uh, yes. They're using the Andre angle for Crush. Well, of course, because he has to look gigantic because he's Crush. Low from behind, blocking this, blocking everything out with his gigantic body. Yeah, and this is the first time I'm saying this, but I, I can't imagine I, I didn't realize it earlier in watching all these horrible promos and even some of his matches. But with Crush, purple and yellow do not say crush to me. No, <laughs> like this orange crush. Yeah. Like, well, I don't even know if it's orange, but like the crush that they are trying to convey mm-hmm. with, with him purple and yellow, like not even like a deep purple, like it's like a light purple with, with the yellow. Like it's not, uh, I, I mean, maybe it's 92. It's 92 and he's a good guy. Yeah. And he's a good guy, but. So they can't put him in junk man. Kind of like I crush cars. I work at the I work at the trash heap. I feel like there's got to be like some, you know, if my my color brain is going a little bit, I feel like there's got to be some type of black and red or like even like throw like we we all know he was from demolition. So give me some silvers, give me some blacks, give me some reds. Just you know? yeah, and don't make him good. He can't be crushed the good guy. Yeah. He crushes things. Yeah. The, the whole thing is goofy. Exactly. George Anderson is a red tight. He's got some gear. Does Did this, this guy wrestle? Uh, he has 25 matches to his name. All losses. He was trying. So he, he tried, but that was that was about it. Another guy using the Hogan leg drop. There's a bunch of dudes who are using this move. Berserker's got it. Crush is doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crush is doing it from a big, pretty good height. A uh, lot of power moves. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Another picture of picture of Crush. We're doing the same thing again. Once again, promoing the WBF. Yes. He will be at the uh, Personal Fitness Expo. Yes, because his boss told him he has to. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing you can get into because the WBF is sold out. All all 30 seats. All 30 sold seats. Out. Definitely sold out. Can only get it on pay-per-view. Not a bad finisher where you crush the guy's head. 
Yeah. And I like how they lift them up. Yep. Yep. And they uh, do. I love this. This thing is the only thing about Crush's gimmick I like the sportsmanship, where he picks the guy up, dusts him off, raises his hand, and it's a good sport. Yeah. And then let's go of it. And the guy just falls down. Like he, was, he wasn't even awake. He's like a weekend of burnings. Can't take it anymore. Papa Shondo's interview. Ah, here we go. Yeah, we had the, the recap of the curse by Gene. So we go through all the, the various things that have happened to the ultimate warrior in the past couple of weeks, uh, dating all the way back. This has to be a good four, maybe five weeks of storyline. Yeah. For this particular, uh, you know, ever since Sid was gone, uh, uh, they started pushing the, the Papa Shango stuff. Yeah. This definitely like, it probably has to be week four because you had the tummy ache mm-hmm. and then you had the interview where he had the, uh, With the goo. goo coming off of his head. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, Papa Shango gets a match where he's uh, sending people's feet on fire. Yes. So yeah, this is probably be week four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Papa Kama, the good godfather. Yes. How does it feel not to be in control? You have entered the dark world of Papa Shango. You have stepped into my black circle. And that circle is closing in on you. You, you spent more time on that than I did, because I wrote down, Papa says some bullshit about darkness and circles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I go, I go deep dive. I deep dive. I do. <laughs> I noticed that they couldn't do the gimmick where, because uh, the guy whose feet were on fire last week, when he woke up, his, uh, his head was gooed up. The Ultimate Warrior's head was gooed up. But they can't do that to genies. Yes, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that there was goo on on our black tight. Yeah, or on our red. Yeah, tight. there was. Yeah. yeah, all from the head. But the, you can't hide the goo maker on Mean Gene because he's bald. No, 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 no. So how they do it? So Papa, yeah, uh, gets some goo on his hand. He got gooey hands. Ew. Yeah, he got goo all over his hands. <laughs> uh, there's a cut to a guy who looks like the dumbest man in the audience. Yeah. Who has a this is stupid look on his face? So even this guy is like, this is dumb. <laughs> yes, I'm from Kentucky and I still don't believe in voodoo. Yeah, he's like, I, well, this, is, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm the kind of person who would believe this shit. Yeah, exactly. Goodness. Um. Yeah, we move on. We do. Freddie's less scary brother, uh, Kevin Kruger. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Kato. We got Kato back. Kato is back. So Kato, I guess Kato's doing the tour with him at this point because we see we saw him in New York. Now we're seeing him in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kruger is a red tight with 31 matches to his name. Don't fall asleep. And <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Kevin Kruger has seven matches and pictures of little girls. <laughs> yes. Uh, a red and black sweater over in the corner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the 90s. He could have easily, like, pimped off that gimmick as a Kruger. He could have. Easy. Kruger's a good name to have as a as a heel. Yeah, right. In this day and age. Yeah. He's got the double Ks. That's pretty vicious. Kevin Kruger. That's a cool wrestling name. I could take that. Yeah, double K. <laughs> double K. You get double K and Kato. Double K and double J. Yeah, double K and double J. tag team. Oh, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm there for it. <laughs> We're the alphabets. Alphabets. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Oh, that's awesome. And double K and then double J. Yes. And double A. And double A. Double A. Managed by Triple H. And Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Uh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Outcomes High Energy to Coco's music. They don't have their own music. No, not at this point. They're not using the uh, new foundation music. They're using Coco's. They're just kind of, they're, they're building this gimmick, you know, as they go. I feel like. Yeah. Frankie wants to leave. Frankie doesn't even want to get to the ring. Yeah. I've never seen the bird try to fly off this perch as much as he once does in this one. Yeah. A lot of comments about the Aladdin neon suspender taxi hammer pant. We we talked about this when I first saw High Energy and Perfect backs up my argument, man. He's like, why are they, you know, why are their spandex not tight on them if they're high energy? And I said this like three weeks ago when we saw them. Yeah. You know? So I'm with Perfect on this. Yeah, Perfect has my line of the night. You can't hit below the belt. Where are you supposed to hit these guys? Because <laughs> <laughs> their their pants are like up to their nipples. Exactly, exactly. But they're they're big and baggy. It was like as a high energy, you want those tight. You want the tight spandex to you know. You don't want things flapping all over the place. It doesn't doesn't work like that. That's not high energy. Well, I mean, they got a leapfrog over people's heads, and Owen does it. Yeah. And Cato doesn't bend down for it, but you can easily just get some guy's head caught in the massive crotch these pants have. Yes. Like, I'm surprised it didn't happen all the time. Yeah. They got their hammer pants. You see Coco's going off the top rope. He literally puts his pants higher (laughs) just so they don't, he doesn't trip on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's the dumbest outfit I've ever seen in my life. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And then they got like the the checkered patches on it too, which is yeah. so early nineties at this at this point. Yeah, they're like one Varney t shirt away from like having it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I totally think they should have had those shirts that like you put your hand on them and it made the, the different colors. <laughs> No Ron John surf shot. Yeah, man. They need that. Picture in picture of the nasty boys and for some reason Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart just because. Again, don't need them. They nasties do a great job on their own talking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kato is doing like all the bouncing around for Coco. That would be a better tag team. Kato and Coco. Kato Coco. I love it. In the morning. I love it. Live with Kato and Coco. <laughs> with Kato and Coco. With your coffee. Right after the Today Show. Yeah, have some Coco with Coco. Owen is flipping uh, poor Kruger all over Elm Street. <laughs> uh, just go to sleep. Starting to get them uh, having some double team moves. Yes. As I said, they were, they, they're, they're, they're building this team as they go. Yeah. You know, they're just like, you know, week by week, they're like, we can do this together and it make us look more like a tag team. And we're seeing it. Oh, Gina Davis is in the crowd for high energy. There you go. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Coco does have trouble trying to deal with these pants. Yeah. The suspenders are just silly. Well, I mean, the dude who these are still like hangovers from the new foundation outfits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you had the anvil wasn't going to be flying anywhere. No. So he, he probably didn't care about these pants. He's not a flyer. Oh, and I don't even know why he decided to go with this. Cause he should have been the first guy going, I can't fly around in these pants. Yeah. Owen dancing with the parrot is hilarious at the end. He's trying, he's trying to get the bird to dance. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You can tell this is definitely geared to like the six year olds in the audience. They love them. Yeah. Every camera angle is a cut to a six-year-old flapping his wings like a bird. They just look like clowns, man. They look like (laughs) clowns without shirts on. Yeah, there's a lot of bad gimmicks in a row in this episode. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Speaking of which, here comes the repo, man. Yeah, if they... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If they put them in tight spandex, they... uh, uh, So much better. I don't know. Hindsight's 20-20. 
Uh, repos out. This red tight leprechaun stunt double, Dan Roberts. Robbins. Yes, Dan, Dan Roberts. Ro- Dan Robbins. Robbins. Twelve matches to his name. So as I t- as I said from the very beginning, we didn't have a lot of uh, you know big red tights. I was I was so looking forward to when I saw that we were in con- uh, Lexington and we were at a new venue that we might see you know a red tight that could have gone somewhere, and we kind of did with. Um, with uh, uh mike samples but uh, i don't know who mike samples is i apologize mike samples uh but still, <laughs> you know you, you didn't become anything in the wwf uh, at this point so and none of them did it was just like you know lexington kentucky let's see who we can get that you know we could pay five bucks to make these other guys look good we got repos outfit 2.0 this is the shiny one ah it's not the matte gray one this is the the shiny i won't burn up in re-entry version <laughs> of the repo outfit yeah uh chromed i guess he's all shiny and chrome oh get it yeah yeah that's chrome that he has stolen it made it his outfit as a repo man why do you have repo on your jacket yeah you should be more covert Yes, you don't want people knowing that. Yeah, he's, he's not subtle. He's he's wearing he's wearing a Hamburglar mask. Yeah, yeah. Talks about being a dog catcher, uh, trio of dog puns, dog puns galore. Jeremy Piven, what happened to you? <laughs> I, I swear, it's Jeremy Piven in a mask. He's got his half Boston crab finisher. I like the half Boston crab. It, it just because it, it's it's a nice little you know variation that still looks devastating. It's a, he's, yeah. he's towing him. Yeah, it looks like he's hurt. It looks like he hurt. Repo ties Dan's leg and sneaks some cheap shots in. So he's, he wasn't wrestling as sneaky, mm-hmm. but uh, he does some things after the fact that are a little bit more sneaky where he's trying to get some cheap shots in. Certainly. Why, why are we ending this episode with the Repo Man? <laughs> I don't know. There, well, there was no there's no big push. Well, you have to figure this is the first episode out of Lexington. Like Maybe they didn't have anything necessarily scheduled as a big match. At this point yet? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I got a surprise that'll make your day. Okay. 42 minutes, 21 seconds in. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm moving. 19. Oh, there she is. Yep. There's my couple. There's your girl. Lucretia and Robert. Yep. She, she she doesn't like repo. She's not after repo. No, no. She's she's all booing. She's all booing. That hair. I mean, come on. You'd kill somebody with it. Well, you killed the ozone. <laughs> it did. So she's got like a little ozone hole that follows her head. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the event center, we got the LOD and Paul Ellering, uh, who's uh, yes. LOD is doing a, a generic promo towards nobody. Mm-hmm. And they're listing all the tag yeah. teams. And they also say maybe the nasty boys. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense at this point. Yeah. They don't talk about the Beverly's. They're weeks deep into the Beverly brothers feud right now and there's no mention there's nothing there no money incorporated and for some reason jimmy hart jimmy hart just because they're talking about first class and money and they're not going to give up the gold because that's how they make their money and then the irs just chimes in with a generic tax comment uh, yeah <laughs> it's, uh, it's, as much as i like these guys as a tag team you know it doesn't doesn't make sense yeah you know million dollar man is probably uh, a tax evader. Yeah, these are the last two people that should ever tag together. <laughs> yes, exactly. They should be mortal enemies. Exactly. 
and I still don't understand. Like, <laughs> like why, why, why is IRS such a bad guy? Like he's tell he's just telling you to do your taxes, man. That's, that's, that's it. And everybody in the office is like, boo! I don't want to do my taxes. Boo. I can understand why he's the villain, but I don't understand why the million dollar man likes him so much. Like, yeah, I know the million dollar man should be in the ring, and it should be like when Papa Shango comes out to everybody else. They're like scared shitless. <laughs> like when the million dollar man sees IRS, he's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Oh no. Uh. Did you write off that million dollar bill? No. No. <laughs> I gifted it to Virgil. Oh, no. That would have been great. Virgil wins the million dollar belt like he wins. And immediately IRS comes and, and like takes 40% of it. Like he gets two of the dollar signs. That would be historic. Oh, goodness. Uh, and that's how we end. Once again, ending with promos. Yeah, this is like the fourth week in a row. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't gotten to the end end in chaos end in chaos like what's gonna happen next yeah to stay tuned until next week you have to watch because it's chaos here like they they still haven't figured that out it's not about coming to go see superstars it's about going out and seeing the live event yeah that's why it's ending in the event center every week yeah and we would have gotten a more personalized version of it because we were on the circuit we would have seen different promos about the spectrum yeah oh yeah Definitely. I, I didn't like this one. No. It was the first one where nothing new happened at all. And it was a new venue. So you would expect something new. Nothing. We got no furthering of any story. No. No, not at all. Best match? Um, Brett's? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I like the Beverly Brothers just because they, they always look pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's That's a tough one. I'm looking down my list here. Uh, there's really nothing. No, they're all placeholder matches where they're the same, where, where the people in the ring were talking about themselves mm-hmm. and the WBF. Yeah. This was the, this was not, let's not have anything happen and, and shill for the WBF. Yeah. This was a, this was a filler week just for the WBF easily. I agree. Red tight of the week. Uh, I'm going to give it to Scott Bailey just because he only had one match ever and this was it. So, you know, I got to give him his props for his one match. I'm going with Reno Riggins for planting his own face into the mat to make (laughs) Brian Nobbs look like he could wrestle. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Because that was awesome. That was move of the night right there. That was great. Well, next week uh, we got Nails, which should be cool. We got Kamala, so I'm already thrilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatanka, <laughs> Shawn Michaels, and finally the champion, Macho Man Randy Savage Yay. for another interview. Yes. So for the second time in eight weeks, we'll, f- we'll actually see the Macho Man. Yeah, these these Macho uh, interviews slash uh, flair promos are few and far between, and you almost forget that there's a feud there sometimes. Yeah, you forget who's champ. Yeah, it's goofy all right man all right well there we are so uh we will sign off saying sayonara undertaker (laughs) (laughs) sayonara undertaker and uh that's my tagline and then uh and uh i'm gonna hot tag it out to dom and uh, yeah that's good shit (laughs) (laughs) see you next week 